0: Your host, James Coppert Oi, oi, minkers How are you all? It is absolutely scorching here In Scarborough today, 30 degrees Been sat outside reading for half an hour while I had my cup of tea Before I came in and recorded this I couldn't miss a bit of sunshine After being stuck in all the time Doing work, next to a computer Feels good to be out in that sunshine I hope you're all safe and well Hope you're all feeling good we still got the summer with us Doesn't quite feel like Halloween weather yet but yeah, I've been really busy. Had Amelia over from Finland. Shout out to Amelia if you're listening, been doing some filming. We investigated a hotel, a fairy hill, graveyard, a few other places. We investigate like the smugglers corridors at the back of the pubs in Scarborough. And um, instead, it got taken over by some drunk people, which although it was very amusing, <laughs> right until they arrived, we were actually getting some uh, some evidence make interesting viewing anyway. A couple of my videos went viral again as well, that's been strange. One of them had over a million plays across platforms, so that's going really well. I'll leave the link so you can tune in. But um, I wanted to kind of update you on my stay at East Drive and the activity that went on. Quite a lot happened, um, a lot more than I was expecting, to be honest. So I thought um, I'd go in depth and kind of talk about on here, rather than do do videos in, and let everyone know about it. But first of all, before I do that, I just want to play you uh, an EVP that we got from a Druid Circle on the moors, on the North York moors here. Really peculiar. you have to take my word for it, but sincerely, at the time, there was absolutely no wind. There was no wind at all. In fact if I play you a little bit before and after you can hear that there was there was absolutely nothing on the um on the recording in terms of wind it was completely still and we just suddenly had this I could see it because you can see the sound frequencies going up and down on the screen even from when you're recording even if you can't audibly hear it with your own ears and there was yeah just this big burst of energy so I'm going to play that to you now and see what you think um really interesting evp so i just thought i'd uh, share it with you i'm not going to drop it all in so i'm going to put you in just part way through so you can hear before that there was no wind and afterwards genuinely no wind picked up either at that time because i would have been the first to dismiss it although it does sound like wind it was just a burst of energy and i thought it was interesting so i'm sharing that with you now is there a certain time of day you should come here What was this used for? Is that someone leaving me messages? It's just picked up something really loud that I can't hear, but it's picking it up. Just like a really loud energy rumble, isn't it? It's, um especially when you hear it on headphones it sounds really really different to the sound of wind as well on what that microphone picks up just fascinating i just thought i'd share it with you um because yeah it was it was so still and to get that sound was just really exciting i thought it was anyway anyway tonight i'm going to um just talk to you about the the stay at 30 east drive i think first of all i need to just say massive thank you to everyone that that shared it and donated. Um, we raised nearly £800 for IDAS, the domestic abuse charity, which is absolutely amazing, um, such a great cause. They're really grateful. And we also just raised awareness. What was really, really beautiful on the night, um, some, some of you know, I, I live-streamed it, and people stayed with me all night long, and um, there was a lot of abuse survivors. were are talking about their experiences and supporting each other as well as, as what was kind of going on in the house. So um, that that was really kind of lovely to see. Um, and I was really grateful for everyone kind of keeping me company. So when I arrived at the house, I'd been at work all day. Um, I started to get a little apprehensive because people were messaging me, asking, begging me not to go in by myself, saying that's a really negative place and negative things have happened. And there's been attachments and people are being hurt, et cetera, et cetera. Um, people are also saying, you know, let, let, just ask someone to come in with you. I'll come in with you and all this thing, but I, I couldn't do that because the whole point was the the metaphor for being stuck in an abusive relationship and not being able to escape, and that's why I was doing it to raise money and awareness. But it was really lovely to have people there, so I didn't completely feel like I was alone. Now, for those of you that that don't know, I'll put the link in to an astonishing legend sh- uh, show that really goes in depth for, to. Um, this house in Pontifrat and the Black Monk and all the activity there and why it's so significant. And a lot of things still occur to this day in that place. And, um, yeah, I got in, I think it was about 9 o'clock I got there, just kind of, like, sat in the car, listened to a couple of songs to kind of get into the zone, um, picked up the key and walked in. I have to say, when I first walked in, I was expecting... Kind of a a really strong energy. Bear in mind, so a few days before, um, I don't know if they listen to the show, but we visited a house near Hull. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about that first. And um, it's a family. They've they've said we can speak about it. We went to visit them, and um, they were not sleeping in their bedroom um, because of the the things that were occurring there. So they were sleeping in the front room, just on a sofa. And there's two of them in this tiny front room. And there was a feeling when you went in that place immediately, uh, and when when I was talking to them, I, I took off my hat, and then I felt I felt something stroke my hair. But my my first thought was that's just because I've I've taken my hat off. Um, but then about three or four minutes later, it did it again. I was like, okay, that's that is something touching my hair, and then all uh, all five of us heard like a oh, in the corner of the room, and then we were getting some. Like really strong, kind of responses on the ghost box, trying to make out it was a demon and all that type of thing, and we're just going stopping silly and um, tried to calm it down, tried to stop the activity, which we thought we did at first. So this, someone's been pulled out of bed, um, they've been burnt and bitten, and they have like scratches and all these different marks. So there was there was definitely a, a feeling in that house. We're going back again on Monday. Um, if if they don't mind, we we're filming for the documentary that night, so I didn't get any footage. But we might film um, some stuff for my TikTok page uh, this time, if as long as the family still agree. And um, so, when I was going to East Drive, which is obviously a really famous place, I was expecting this kind of tangible feeling. And when I first walked in, it actually felt really nice. It, it quite a warm kind of friendly atmosphere downstairs different when i went upstairs i have to be honest i was um there was a there was a real there was a feeling upstairs that made me anxious that's the only way that i can describe it um so i was kind of i was live streaming um and kind of looking around and when i first went up there and uh people were kind of telling me what they wanted me to do and where they wanted me to investigate and i went into the room where they say don't stay over in that room because that's where people get hurt um, and there was, I was in there and the first thing that happened was this big like noise like that which made me jump, I was like okay this is good and then I, I opened the cupboard where it came from and realised there was like an immersion heater that kicked in so that was that <laughs> and then it did later on in the night as well um, so I did a few kind of experiments in that room um, I've got my my little balls that light up with with touch and we were doing some stuff in the hotel earlier um in the week, and um yeah i i, I lay them up like on the left left, right, and one in the middle for yes and no or I don't know or um and there was yeah, there were some movements and they were working really well, but nothing happened at all in the house in east drive um so i went did all the upstairs rooms and and nothing really happened at all. So I was like, okay, and this is what I kind of expected. I didn't, because I go in there with kind of a positive vibe, um, I'm not aggressive, I'm not challenging things, I'm just there to communicate. The same as I would, you know, if I was going into someone's house that was having difficulty and I was going there to try and help them. You know, I wouldn't go in and start shouting at them or anything, i try and talk. So, you know, same as I would anyone's house, and any any living person. So I tried to be respectful and be kind of kind and, and going with the light, which is what I, I kind of do in, in real life. That's what I'm trying to say. And um, so I didn't think it would react negatively to me in that sense. And then um, went downstairs and we looking around there as well. And again, not, not really anything happened. And people were joking. People were saying, wait till three. Like all, the, all night they were going, oh, wait till three o'clock. And um, it did at three o'clock. It kicked off but first of all let me kind of tell you some of the other things that occurred so of course there's the bunker where you go in the coal bunker and um, everyone was kind of like desperate for me to go in there of course because that's where people get assaulted so of course that's what they wanted me to do so I went in um, put a, a candle under my face so you could actually see me so it didn't look like I was just in darkness on the video and um, asking it questions, and the first time, nothing occurred um, in there. The second time I was in there, there was a big bang on the door, like someone kicking the door. It sounded like it came from the bottom of the door, and then it kind of opened slightly ajar, very slightly, and it looked like there were shadows. I I could have been seeing it because I was in darkness, and then there was a bit of light. It looked like there was a shadow that went across the door. Didn't really want to leave the coal bunker at that point. After me not wanting to go in it, um, so it was yeah. But when I came out, there was nothing really going on. I went back upstairs. I suppose people wanted to know what it felt like as well. It it was scary being on my own because part of me is like, what if something does occur? What? Where do I go? What do I do? Do I just go to a different room? You know? Um, do do I run out? What's going to happen if I get overwhelmed and have to run away? What does that mean for the people that have donated? Um, What happens if I get hurt? And I was live streaming it, but, you know, will people think it's fake? How will people respond? So it was all these thoughts were going through my head. Um, And it it was, I think it was quite nice because there was some people being quite blase about it, going, well, I'd go in there on my own. And then when people saw me on my own on there on the night, some of these people admitted that, like, I said I would, but I wouldn't. And that was nice. It made me feel good and had some strength to carry on, if you know what I mean, because I was already in there. So it was, um, it was a really interesting thing to do. And as you know, I do quite a lot of investigations on my own. Um, solo kind of walks in haunted forests and trying to get evidence and things, but this, this was obviously a lot bigger. So that was interesting. So the next bit of activity that occurred, um, well, first of all, I went upstairs and there's some haunted dolls in one of the bedrooms. And someone told me they're like coins. So I'd got two two-pences out and put them on the table, tried to get them to interact and nothing happened and then i heard footsteps downstairs so first of all people are like have you locked the door i said like, i haven't actually i need to do that so that that was my first thought has someone broken in went downstairs um locked the door after making sure there was no one else in the house and when i locked down i noticed there were two footprints uh, in water um now i checked next to my feet and and showed light on on the camera that they were smaller than my shoe size. So that was interesting. And um, yeah, then I kind of, there were different print as well. So I got some paper and I absorbed, like put the paper on top so that I could pick up the, the print, which didn't work as well as I'd hoped. But that was interesting. And also they'd appeared kind of halfway, um, across, like you would have had to take a few steps from the doorway to where the footprints were. And then they vanished again as well. So I heard an audible foot, two footsteps well not two footsteps i heard some footsteps and came back downstairs and there were two footprints so that that was really interesting so that was the first kind of bit of activity The the main activity that first occurred actually before this i should say so that was the second activity was my my phone battery just died so my phone's pretty good i charge it if i'm on it all the time like right, non-stop i might have to charge it a couple of times a day um otherwise you know, the battery does last pretty well. When I'm live streaming, I could live stream for hours on end um, with a full battery and it doesn't die. Now, when I went in, my phone was completely charged because I also charged it in my car on the way. So I charged it and then kept it plugged in in my car. So there's no way it was going to die. And within a few, kind of like about 10 minutes of being in that house, my phone was red hot and the battery had gone. So I had to kind of plug it in. And while I plugging it in, I had a, a stand for it as well. And I, you know, put my hands in the, and I was like, look, this isn't me moving it. And you could see the phone just kept dropping down. I'd pick it up again and then it started moving again. Um, which was being, yeah, moved by kind of a, a, an unseen force. There was no rational explanation as to why that that was done that. And also it was it's never done like it being red hot before, like that, where it was actually shutting down apps um so that that was really fascinating as well something i've experienced before uh, particularly in that place in filey where we've had things completely charged and all the batteries have died so that was um again a a strange bit of evidence and it 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 just kept throughout the night getting red hot and dying and then it hasn't it didn't happen before and it hasn't happened since um so that that was interesting what were the other big things that occurred they they were kind of the main ones and then at three o'clock um, everyone asked me to go in the front room. Um, people were saying they wanted me to kind of move move the pictures t- to face the wall and i I thought that was disrespectful um, of you know the, the family to do that to them whether they 're there, there or not, even if people watching. I just thought it was a dis- disrespectful thing to do, but I did agree with the people to move it so I was doing some experiments in the front room and and I was getting absolutely no activity nothing nothing occurring. Um, and someone said, "Move, move the gear." Well, that was weird. The my laptop just moved. I mean, that could be coincidences, balancing on things. But hey ho. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, the, we, sorry. Well, while I'm speaking at my desk where I am now, last night, um, my, my daughter was with me. We were talking. I was moving some money, and I dropped a five pound note, and it kind of fell off off my desk. And then both of us didn't see it hit the floor and we couldn't find it anywhere. And we said it, it'll just reappear as, it, as stuff like this happens in this house. And it did. It, it reappeared about. I was like, I'm going to go upstairs, go to the loo and come back and we'll find it. And it did. It was down on the, my desk, under my desk, where we'd looked about 15 times. Um, but there you go. That's by the by. Stuff like that keeps occurring again in this house. But. Um, Anyway, what was I saying? So the pictures, sorry, my ADHD, I I sometimes lose track of my conversation and start a brand new one. But the pictures, so I got one of the pictures and put it next to my gear at the other end of the room, um, as agreed, And um, saying I wanted to communicate. And then I picked up a bell that was on the mantelpiece as well. and moved that and then the bell rang and I put it back down. And after a little while of asking there was a noise which sounded exactly like a coin being thrown at the glass door. If you want a tour of the house, um, if you go on my TikTok, as, as I say, I'll leave a, a link um, in the show notes. I'll give you a quick tour of the house. And it's, it's amazing because it's in all the kind of 80s or 70s, 80s style that it was kind of left, um, which is quite, it's quite amazing, really, to just to look at as a as proper retro kind of house. But anyway, the, this coin, everyone heard it. And they were like, let's go and look where that coin is and what type of coin it was. So we went to the door and was a bit puzzled because it sounded exactly like a coin. So it sounded like a coin. It hit the glass and then you heard it kind of drop and bounce on the floor, but there was nothing there. Lots under the sofas, everything to where it could have bounced and there was nothing there. Came back a little flummoxed as to where that noise was. And someone said, well, check on the other side of the door. So... This was what was amazing because everyone knew that was on my own in the house, and everything was being live streamed. So I went with the camera to the other side of the house, uh, other side of the door, which is in the corridor by the stairs. There on the floor was a two pence piece on the other side of the glass door to where I was. So we all heard it hit and hit the floor, and it was in the corridor, not the room I was in. So everyone was like, "Whoa, that was amazing!" Then I came in, and where I was sat, there was another two pence piece. So I was like. Wow, this is this is weird. And I went upstairs and I um, I checked if it was the two-pence pieces that I'd left upstairs with the dolls, and yes, it was. So somehow they'd been moved from upstairs, um, thrown against the glass door when we're asking for something to happen, and one had been left where I was sat, near where I was sat, not exactly where I was sat, maybe about a metre away. So that was really interesting. But the thing that really flummoxed me the most, more than that, because I've seen that kind of thing happen before was when I started doing the experiments again, nothing happened at all. And um, someone said, well, move, move the stuff again. So then I picked up the bell, so the bell that rang, and it didn't have a dinger in it. And I said to everyone on, this, on the um, feed, I was like, am I imagining this or did that definitely ring when I picked it up? And everyone's like, that definitely rang, that definitely rang. So um, that, that really flummoxed me because I picked that up in my hand heard it ring and felt the vibration of it ring in my hand. And if I was just on my own, I was like, have I gone nuts? Have I totally imagined that? But everyone reassured me that, you know, they definitely heard it ring. It had no ringer in it. You couldn't ring that bell. Now, whether it did have a ringer in it and it had jotted out of this reality, I don't know. Or whether it was a sound from... Without the ringer and the vibration in my hand, I don't know. It's but that that absolutely blew my mind. I have to be honest; that was so amazing. Um, just yeah, I loved experiencing that, and that was kind of it. There was a few other noises and a couple of unexplained things that could have been anything really. And um, just as I was packing up, the immersion heater kicked in again as well. That made me jump. Um, but yeah, nothing else really occurred. There was a there was a bit of um, sound from outside bleeding in which I I could rule out because people kept hearing voices and I said I'm pretty certain there's people outside which there was so that that was um that was good to rule that out and um but yeah really interesting night um we went until just after half four in the morning um but I also had to drive back home so I was um I was getting really kind of dizzy um and tired just from being kind of up for for nearly 24 hours without any sleep so um It was amazing, but the the last thing that kind of happened that I want to kind of say is I went back to my car. When I opened the door, what was on the seat? A two-pence piece. Now, I'd already handed the key, and you've got to post the key back through the letterbox. Otherwise, I would have gone back in the house and seen it. I was wearing my um, silver tab Wrangler jeans, not Wrangler Levi silver tabs. So any of you know what they are. Their pockets are really deep. And I had a wallet with buttoned-up... coin pocket in. So, you know, it's about I don't know what the odds are. I couldn't tell you, but it must have been like thousands and thousands to one that a coin could manage to not only slip out of the buttoned up coin pocket, but then also slipped out of my wallet and also slipped out of my pocket onto my seat. I'm pretty certain it was one of those coins from inside that had appeared on my car seat. So that that was the kind of last interesting thing. Um, And then I did try and drive home and and didn't manage I had to kind of just park up in a field And and go to sleep for a little while and get back But I was exhausted But it was worth it, a really interesting night And um, yeah, would I do it again? I definitely would, for charity, possibly Um, So it was, yeah, I just thought I'd update you all And just say thank you to everyone That kind of donated or or shared it and um, tuned in So uh, yeah, happy to kind of like Answer any questions if anyone else saw it or wants to ask anything about it. I'm more than happy to do that, you know, than usual contacts. And, um, yeah, I'll hopefully speak to you all soon with a proper show. Thank you for listening to the 14 News Podcast. Please check the show notes for the link to coffee to buy James a cup of coffee to help him stay awake while he writes the show. You can also show your appreciation by leaving a review and telling your friends. Until next time.